Welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candice Nadine Breen, Spiritualist Minister and Healing Minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website, awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's awakenedpathonline.com. Now on to today's show. Today I have with me Wachan Welch, shamanic practitioner, and um, sorry, shamanic practitioner who offers uh, who has several years' experience as a trained shamanic and Reiki II practitioner, psychic medium, spiritual teacher, and Native American flutist. He gives readings which may include messages from flutes, an intuitive flute song played with the Native American flutes, a unique and one-of-a-kind experience that touches the heart and soul, creating an even deeper spiritual transformation that's very profound on a deeper level. So let's welcome Wachan. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me tonight. Now, as I had um, briefly said in the intro, one of your titles is a shamanic practitioner. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with the term, could you just explain to us what a shaman is? Sure. Uh, a shamanic practitioner is one who has disciplined himself or herself to expand their perception into this larger world of spirit or the consciousness for purchase of purpose of insight or guidance or healing on behalf of others. All shamanic healing revolves around restoring balance and harmony and health to the self and one's relationship with the world that's around them. Shamanic practitioners work with the spirit or the soul of the individual. It is a healing and problem solving method, which is really unique and it coexists peacefully with many religious traditions. Shamanic practitioners heal illness at the soul level. They gain, we all gain knowledge and insight from working with the spirits of nature, such as rocks and trees, the land, and gain knowledge from working with spirits of animals and humans and the ancestors. It's really, it's a tradition that's grounded in nature. It's, the shamanism is compatible with beliefs that we see human beings in the earth as dependent upon each other for health and well-being. It also honors the personal power, intu intuition, and sacredness of each individual. Another difference is that a shamanic practitioner is clear about the patient's responsibility to take part in healing themselves. Mm -hmm. The shamanic practitioner's point of view is that no one can be healed unless they give their complete permission for the healing and take their responsibility in the part of it as well. So we all work together for the greatest good and to lift everybody up in light and healing. Hmm. It was very, very, very good explanation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, um, okay, so you you already you know differentiated uh, between shamanic practitioner and a shaman. Um, in regards to a, a shamanic practitioner, what do you see as um, a shamanic practitioner playing in uh, 
what role do you see them playing in today's society? I know you said it was nature, a lot of, you know, nature-based and all that, but how would that relate to um, the everyday person in society? What do you think? Um, I believe like a modern shamanic practitioner is someone who uses the ancient knowledge through training and through spiritual guidance in the context of our present social and cultural environment. Um, a person who's seeking healing for themselves or others, uh, a shamanic practitioner can journey or meditate to work in, work in tandem with our teachers and our guides to receive information from them as to what's the highest good for the individual or community, nature community, for whom they are seeking assistance or healing. Uh, working with nature environment, that's to bring balance, harmony, understanding, and healing to the natural world as plants, animals, and beings. Teaching is a, a big part of that, and it's in love and compassion and bringing more and more of that light and love into our world. It's very important for that. Right. Now, you, um, I know what journeying is, but the average person may not know what journey, what it means to do a journey and shamanism can you like in your own words just brief, briefly like enlighten those people out there who are like what is a journey do i have to go somewhere you know so <laughs> and it is a journey um it's basically a med like a meditative state um it's we've done a lot of training to get into a deeper meditative state to seek guidance and assistance and knowledge to bring back to this world to help and aid with the healing or teachings or information that's required at the time. Mm. And, and now um, you can also journey to meet your spirit guides, am I correct? Right? That's it, you can journey to meet your spirit guides, mm -hmm. your um, your totems or your spirit animals. Mm. That's that's so that's so awesome. I, I did that once and it was, it was such a great experience, you know, and I don't think the average person really knows how amazing it is. Um, so, you know, tell us about your, um, your journey. I know we just used the word journey. But uh -huh. your, your journey to becoming a, a shamanic practitioner. How did you get there? Well, my journey to being a shamanic practitioner was really like a lot of people. It was inspired by spirit. And you'll hear a lot of us say that, that it was inspired by, cheer, mm -hmm. by spirit. Um, as a child, I understood nature, what its patterns were, the energies, the animals, the weather, etc. I just knew how to be in nature, walk with nature. Mm -hmm. So I was very drawn and pushed by spirit in my young adult years to take the shamanic journey process. Um, after that training with a good friend of mine, the instructor told me about the core shamanic training program. And I thought it'd be a really good fit for me because it was really based in nature mm -hmm. and learning to help individuals and all of that combined together. Um, I was accepted. I had to be in, you know, I had to put in a request for it. So I got accepted into the training program and it was a very intense and very training, involved training program. Um, during that time, I was introduced to the Native American rattles and flutes, and that started my love of using them, mm -hmm. teaching people how to make the rattles and use, uh, utilizing both instruments in my shamanic healing practice. Mm -hmm. With the shamanic practitioner work, I add in the additional training that I've had with Reiki 2, Psychic Medium, and Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's very powerful to bring all of that together. And the shamanic training has tuned my energies to receive and give messages from nature spirits, a gift that I consider very sacred and honored to be chosen to do. It's very profound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, not to interrupt you, but when you were in high school or anything like that, did you know you have the, had these gifts? I think I've known I've had the gifts, and it's, again, you hear a lot of us say, since a little child. When I talk about little child being in nature, I grew up in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. And so when I was, you know, little, little, I was out there in the woods Mm -hmm. year-round, following the paths of the animals, listening to nature, where to go, where not to go, uh, what the weather patterns were. Um, I could see as a child at nighttime. I didn't have to have flashlights or lanterns at nighttime yeah. to get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, in yeah. modern society, we are so disconnected with nature around us. And I maybe, you know, not to go off topic, but I think that's you know, the reason why so much calamity is today because we've lost touch with the Earth Mother and um, the signs and the communications with nature and, and all, of, all of that. Right. We all have the ability, even a little bit, to, to go back to that. Right. Right. It's, what, it's our choices that we choose, you know, the choices we make and all of that. But I'm glad you made a good choice in uh, becoming a shamanic practitioner. Um, and then one day did you just say, hey, I'm a, I'm a shaman. Or, you know, you said you had to make a request. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about what's involved in making a request to... Um, I guess, be in the program. I think that's what you said in training. That's correct. Um, I'm considered a shamanic practitioner. Um, Like a shaman would be somebody who has trained and comes from the lineage and heritage of a native culture or a um, culture of some sort of that part. So with me being a shamanic practitioner, um, I had to submit to the program um, directors and coordinators what kind of training I've had, what my intent was at the time, what I was going to use it for future use. And they took all of this into account to see if this would be a fit for their program and a fit for me to learn that, to take it out to help betterment. Mm. Okay. That's very, very inspiring. And how has your heritage played a role in your spiritual journey, if any? Uh, Um, As I said, I've got just very little Native heritage in me, believe it or not. My twice or third great-grandfather was Native American from the the Penobscot Nation here in Maine. So that's quite a ways back. Um, But my influence of the Native American is very spiritual for me. I love the culture, the traditions, the connectedness to nature. And I especially love the Native American flute. Mm. I had the um, beautiful music, too, by the way. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a gift. It really is. It's very beautiful. Hmm. And I had the, op- the amazing opportunity to be taught by a Native elder of the Penobscot Nation on how to make a Native American flute. Wow. Oh, yeah. And we did everything by ceremony and hand, all hand tools, nothing electrical. The, yeah, the wood was a piece of lightning struck cedar, and it literally looked like a piece of firewood that was set down in front of us. And we spent a, a weekend praying over them, carving them by hand, and you know, just working this whole thing and learning from him about how to honor the instrument and how to honor the music that was coming through. And and finally, at the end of the weekend, we had these these amazing 
Native American flutes taught by a native elder that he didn't teach a lot of people. So we were very gifted to have these beautiful instruments and we were all like little kids running around the yard playing on our instruments, even though we didn't know how to play them very well yet. Like we, we were having fun. That's great. That's great. And you, you actually touch the earth and make this beautiful instrument. And that is amazing. It, it, it actually brings it all full circle um, when you actually have a role in creating, you know, not just creating music, but creating the instrument mm -hmm. that you're going to use to play music. And I think that's, uh, that's a uh, spiritual um, part as well. Did it just the whole with the praying over it and the ceremony? That's amazing. That's mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. And in, in addition to your um, uh, you know, practitioner work and shaman shamanism, uh, shamanic being a excuse me, being a shamanic practitioner and a Reiki two practitioner, what other services um, using your gifts do you provide? Um, I also offer, with my Native American flutes, I offer sound healing. So I play intuitively. It's what that means, what I tune into, what spirit's telling me to play that's for the individual at the time. So that's for their healing, for their upliftment, um, to remove things that don't need to be there and bring more light in. So I do that with my Native American flutes. It's very powerful. And I also bring in uh, my psychic medium readings and Akashic records with that as well. Um, I'm also, as you said, Reiki too. I'm an ordained independent spiritualist minister. So I love being a pastor at a spiritualist church. And then I, I also am an inspirational speaker, uh, speaker at other churches and instructor of spiritual practices. And I'm very, very fortunate to, uh, to do that with my wife as well, to, to teach spiritual practices. And in my way of giving back, I volunteer with my flutes at a local rehabilitation unit at a local hospital. And I've done it at veterans homes as well. And that's tomorrow night. I'm scheduled to go there tomorrow night. It's just a beautiful way to give back. Wow. Isn't that nice? That's wonderful. And you teach, you said you teach you and your wife, you teach uh, spiritual classes. Yes, we do. We love teaching that and, and seeing people uh, broaden their skills and, and learn and grow. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Is it like a psychic develop, development class or, or different things that you, what kind of things do you teach in your class? Uh, my wife and I teach, it is a spiritual development class that my wife and I teach. It's uh, awakening people up to their experiences. It was a concept that I'd come up with and started teaching it. And then we decided to to do it together and uh, we bring, you know, what is the terms and how do you feel comfortable with it and how do you grow and in, in the protection part of it and healing yourself and healing others through spoken words and, and the messages. And it's, it's so very powerful to, to do that um, and see people have that beautiful gift just come to fruition. They, we all have it. It's just a matter of pulling it out a little bit, just watching it grow like, like a little bit of a flower. It's, it's really beautiful. And, and that's such, that's so, um, that's such a beautiful gift that you and your wife are, are giving to people. You don't really hear of, um, you know, for lack of a better term, awakening, um, classes, you know, you know, a class geared towards awakening people and make, helping them utilize and realize their gifts. Usually people just wait <laughs> to awaken, yeah. wait to awaken or something happens to them and then, Ooh, they're all of a sudden they're discovering all of these things about themselves, but they're left not being able to um, 
not not, not having the skills to uh, be able to fully utilize their their gifts and to to help other people. So it is a really good thing what you and your wife are doing, and I I, I applaud you on that. It's amazing that you are helping other people realize we all have gifts. We just don't, we're not all awakened to it. Some of us are never, never get awakened to it. Not in this incarnation, incarnation, but maybe in another one. I don't know. But that's, that's really, uh, that's really doing work for the highest and greatest good. And I, I applaud you and your wife for taking that on. That's wonderful. Thank you very much. I, I just, you know, I love teaching. It's just a great gift to be able to see that. Mm -hmm. It's good to to help others as well. And that, that that's what teaching is about. And that's fantastic. Now, do you have, um, you have any other, any future goals relating, related to what you do? Anything coming up? I know you have a, you're doing that uh, playing tomorrow, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, any anything else you have you have any projects or anything in the making um i plan i keep on uh plan on instructing people and i keep coming up with different workshops and things like that because i also teach on my own and I also um part of the teaching as well is, is holding um you know like gallery readings and bringing my flutes in that way and also doing the sound healing one-on-one -on -one with people and bringing that part in as well so i i want to do that continue doing that with a as well. I, I just love teaching people. I think it's such a passion of mine and just to see the light fill in the people, as I'd said, and we all learn from them as well. That's the amazing part as well. Um, I plan on getting back into recording studio soon to record yeah. another one of my, uh, my inspirational flute music. So uh, that's going to be pretty exciting to do that. So yeah. wintertime up here is a, a good time to do things like that. Yeah, winters up there are pretty can be pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess that, that allows a lot of free time to to do stuff when roads are, uh, you know, icy or fields covered with snow. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but your music is beautiful, and that's it's. I, I'm glad that you're going to go. You're you're making a a goal to get back to the studio and to uh, record some more of that beautiful music. It's Thank you. Now, um, um, how can um, like listeners find out more about what it is you do, uh, what you offer, you know, and how to get into your classes or when your CD is coming out or to order other CDs? How can they get in touch with you in our virtual world here? Well, I have a wonderful website, and it's called RolandWithSpirit.com, and that's R-O-L-L-I-N-W-S-P-I-R-I-T.com, mm -hmm. and that has uh, my contact information, events, and has my bio on there. You can get uh, snippets of my music and purchase my current CD that I have out there. You can purchase that right off of my website, which is phenomenal way to do that. Uh, my email address is on there as well. It's uh, washeanwelch44 at gmail. So that's W-A-C-H-I-A-N-W-E-L-C-H and the number is 44 at gmail.com. Excellent. I've enjoyed speaking with you again here on um, this wonderful day. <laughs> I thank you for coming on our, to our interview. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Wachan.
keep doing the good work that you're doing. Thank you, I will. You're welcome. Well, that's all the time we have for today, everyone. As always, you can visit awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, event, resources, and you can even listen to all our shows. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Breen, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be.